Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Erin Tenderholt. She's the founder of a startup called Blex, which has a device for disposing of used hypodermic needles. Erin, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. So to get us started, since we have an audience listening to us here, can you describe visually what your product kind of looks like so they can picture it? Absolutely. So what our Neal Destroyer is, it's a small box um, very similar to like a very or like a small wireless speaker mm. in size and basically you insert a hypodermic needle and then it's disintegrated and sanitized in less than one second and you're left with the plastic syringe you can just toss in the trash. And what that really allows us to do is eliminate a lot of the unnecessary processes that happen when you're transporting these hypodermic needles all these miles to waste management facilities. Gotcha. And and that's basically the standard right now, right? These Any facility that will use these, like a tattoo parlor or a hospital, will gather them up and just ship them out to be disposed of elsewhere. And, and that's where your device would come in, right? They would be used in that actual facility. Exactly, yeah. Any There's even in funeral homes, military, places you would never expect it, you see those clunky red boxes. And mm. once you start looking for them, you really can't unsee them. But mm. yeah, they're in almost every facility. Gotcha. Okay, so you're trying to build out this this company, and I know a big part of your journey as an entrepreneur is that you're still a student. Mm-hmm. We're recording this interview here in the School of Business at UW-Madison, and um, I understand you're still working on getting your undergraduate degree. So can you explain what's that been like, kind of balancing those two things? I understand there must be some challenges there. Yeah, um, it definitely shifted as time has gone on. So I started Black Technology about two years ago. And when it first started, it was just a project that was accompanying all my schoolwork. I saw it as a cool opportunity, and I thought, what better way? I've always been a nerd. So I thought, what better way to actually dive into what I'm learning in a classroom setting than to have a real-life example to apply it to? Um, But what's been really cool, and especially with the tech symposium last week, is it's kind of shifted from this project that I, a student, have been working on to this company that... I, who happen to be a student, work for. Um, And so with that, in the beginning, it definitely was just late nights after classes. Some of my friends would help me. We actually worked on filing the patent in this exact room, coincidentally. (laughs) Um, But as it's gone on, and especially this semester, it's much more become almost a full-time job for me. And school, unfortunately, sometimes has to take second priority. Mm -hmm. I certainly understand that. So... I understand that you know some some aspects of being an entrepreneur are are might be extra intimidating, like things like approaching an investor and stuff like that. Have you been put in any situations yet where you felt like you were tested and you may have come out with a better understanding of what it's going to be like to really pursue this kind of career as you go past secondary education? Yeah, absolutely. So I've always had a high risk tolerance, so I love this kind of stuff. Um, But there's just been so many small moments. The one that comes to mind most recently is the tech symposium. I was kind of put up to do it by um, one of the professors here, and he really made it sound like it was going to be a small UW event. And we went, and it ended up being, you know, a few 
I don't even know how many people that I had to speak in front of. Yeah. Um, and it's just one of those things that I've always been pretty type A, and I want everything, you know, prepared to the best ability and perfectionism, all of that. And honestly, the biggest, most testing struggle is I have very limited resources, even financially, but in terms of time and seeing how can we still maximize our opportunities. So that's actually been the biggest struggle. It hasn't necessarily been a super hard pitch or a super hard conversation. I love conversation, so <laughs> I tend to really enjoy those. But it's really been figuring out, all right, how do I allocate and move forward even if I don't feel like I've gone through my slides 300 times for this or that kind of thing. Sure. I gotcha. So I like to get your sense of kind of looking ahead, growing your company. But first, can you explain where you're at right now? Do you have a prototype device? Yes. So prototype actually came around about two years ago. So the past two years, um, first of all, it was spent with a huge learning curve for me. Obviously, this is not something I was naturally an expert in medical waste disposal. Sure. Um, but it's really been focused on a lot of R&D a lot of learning what market will be most viable. We went through D2P um, and a lot of looking at the patent protection. Of course, IP will be a huge factor in whether or not Black technology is successful. Mm -hmm. So the last two years has really kind of been that organizing, getting everything together, solid foundation. Um, and kind of where we are right now is we're finalizing some of our actual business models, um, and we're starting to meet with different investors to start to form those relationships because we will be seeking official investment within these next few months. Gotcha. So that's a pretty exciting time for you. A lot of um, big decisions on the horizon, I expect. Yeah, it's incredible. Again, <laughs> this is something that in the last few months, it went from something that was this project of maybe I'll be able to work on the side when I graduate to something I'm actually now going to be able to do full time. Terrific. Well, I'd love to hear more about your company as you continue this process of growing and meeting new people and securing investment and things like that. Thanks so much for, for your time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from UW-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. UW-Madison is one of our state's greatest economic engines, accounting for $15 billion in economic impact statewide. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.